0: This is The Dish, the official podcast of the National Reconnaissance Office, brought to you by the NRO's Office of Public Affairs. Hello, and welcome to the NRO podcast, The Dish. I'm April Smith with NRO's Office of Public Affairs. Today, we're sitting down with NRO 111 Mission Manager, Captain Jonathan Chung. It's just a few days before our NRO 111 mission is scheduled to launch here at Wallops Island, Virginia. Captain Chung, thank you so much for joining us today and talking about your work on this launch.
1: Thanks for having me, April.
0: All right, so tell me a little, about, a little bit about your work on NRO 111. What does an NRO launch mission manager do?
1: Yeah, so the mission manager job at the NRO uh, really is a unique job. So the job resides in the Office of Space Launch, and the mission manager is essentially the mission director's representative for a given mission, so in this case, l 111 um, the, the mission manager also typically sits in the sponsoring program office of the satellite vehicle and manages the entire integration effort for the integrated stack, or in other words, the satellite vehicle and the launch vehicle coming together uh, to ensure that the payload has a safe and comfortable ride to space and is deployed in the right orbit that it needs to go to uh, in order to perform its mission the rest of its operational life. And this process kind of starts; it, it can start really early in the in the SV's lifetime with early integration studies between the initial design of the satellite, coupled with the different launch vehicles that are out there to ensure compatibility and early planning, so that as you progress towards launch, everything comes together smoothly and cohesively. And then, um, you know, once everyone kind of deploys out to the field, like we're at, uh, you know, we're at that point now, when you're out in the field for the launch campaign, which can last up to several months. Um, in the case of this mission, we've been out here for about three months. Uh, the mission managers in- ensuring that critical milestones are being met, the integrated launch teams working together to successfully get to launch day. Um, you're working to mitigate any issues that may come up and also uh, exercising the whole launch crew to be ready for any situation that can come up during day of launch. Uh, and then you're, you're doing that uh, reporting back to the mission director who at any given time can have multiple missions that he's executing uh, for the nro and then the rest of the leadership back at uh, back at the nro headquarters
0: that's a huge amount of responsibility i've heard that this is a formative role in, a, in someone's military career so is this your first time being mission manager
1: yeah so i've been at the nro now for about two years and i came in as a mission manager and started working on a a couple rideshare missions uh, that we had on the manifest as well as nrol 151 which was the first nro's uh, which was the NRO's first dedicated launch from foreign soil. Um, the, the mission manager job really uh, targets captains and majors. So it, after this tour, I guess, it, unfortunately, you know, I wouldn't come back as a mission manager, um, but it is, you know, I say unfortunately, because it, it really is one of the most challenging but fun and rewarding jobs that you can have. Um, for me personally, I really wanted to get into launch and OSL um, I knew about the organization when I was stationed in L.A. at the Space and Missile System Center, uh, so I reached out to some uh, folks that I knew that were at the NRO, and from what I understand, that's typically how it works, is your records are sent in and reviewed by hiring officials in the organization, and if they think that you would be a good fit for the organization, they set up some interviews and work with uh, the Air Force and Space Force to, to request you uh, into the organization.
0: How cool, getting in on the ground early with SMC, one of our key partners coming up here on NROL on 111. What would you say is the key to a successful launch?
1: Yeah, so there, it, it, this is my opinion. There's several things that need to come together in order to have a successful launch. You know, Obviously there's the technical piece that, um, I mean, that's just mandatory, right? The technical interfaces need to work so that the satellite vehicle can ride on a particular rocket and that rocket needs to have the technical performance to be able to carry the satellite where it needs to go. Uh, to me, that's the obvious piece. Uh, in, in my opinion though, aside from that, I really believe that the relationships within the teams contribute to a successful launch. And what I mean by that is that when there's a healthy and you know, trusting relationship between all the different parties, uh, we can cohesively bond and work together to tackle all the challenges that exist uh, during this difficult technical problem. And there are a lot of different uh, parties involved that, that come together to make this a success. Uh, in this mission, just during the field campaign piece of it, there's eight different organizations that are interacting daily to ensure success for what's sitting on top of the rocket.
0: Wow, yeah, there's a lot of people involved. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about NRO's 111 team. Um, how do they pull together NRO's launch team and how is this team uniquely capable of making NRO 111 a success?
1: Yeah. So as I mentioned, you know, we've we've been out here for upwards of three months. And so this kind of really becomes home away from home. And the people that you're working with every day, you know, six to seven days a week, up to 12 hours a day, they, they become your family away from your family. Um, so you've got people here literally from all over the country. Uh, the different hardware that's out here, which you know, now is a, is a pretty rocket sitting out there on one, as, you know, one piece on the pad that came in, in in hundreds of different pieces from all over the country. Uh, the satellites that are sitting up there took years to build. You know, they came from all over. And now everything's out there, and again, along with all that hardware came, came all the people. And uh, what I touched on earlier about the relationships being a key factor to a successful launch, I, I truly believe that. Um, the team's filled with smart people. You know, they, they know how to solve the technical engineering pieces, but what's unique about this team is how everyone's come together and bonded and forged a strong relationship. Um, even Even after the long days and seeing each other during work all day, uh, we spend time together outside of work too on crew rest days and just unwinding and and getting to know each other on a personal level uh, and you know I really think that the trust that's forged in that time where people spend unwinding and just getting to know each other um, that kind of shines and comes through in work too now and so when we have hard technical problems that we face. Um, or unexpected roadblocks that are out there, we're more prepared and, and stronger as a team to be able to handle those challenges.
0: That's great. It sounds like some great camaraderie on the team, especially for as long as you spend on the ground. NRO strives to be as transparent as possible as a national security organization. What's one thing you'd like the public to know about NRO's launch missions?
1: Yeah, so what I want the public, the people, I guess, to understand is that although launch is cool, um, it, and it really is cool. It's just it's a means to an end for us, um, and you know don't get me wrong. When we're when we're out there on launch day, it really is awesome to you know and exhilarating to feel and see the rocket take off. Um, but what the American public should understand is that there's satellite systems on top of the rockets that we launch. Uh, we don't launch rockets; we launch satellites, and and we launch what's inside that payload fairing sitting out there, and the capabilities that those satellites bring to national decision makers, the war fighters. Uh, the taxpayers are are truly what's important about these missions, and you know know that when you see a successful launch, when the booster lifts off and leaves the atmosphere, uh, that really is only the beginning. You know, everyone cheers when that happens, and and we should because that's a that's a really hard thing to do. Um, you know, space is hard, right? But but realize that it's just the the start. Um, it's the start of an operational lifetime for those satellite vehicles, and really years of hard work that thousands of people have put into it. Uh, to keep the public safe. Uh, so when you hear that the payloads have been successfully delivered in orbit and that the satellite's starting to do the job that it was put there to do, that that's when the real celebration starts, uh, because now you can you know sleep sounder at night uh, because of the capability that was put up there to keep people safe.
0: That's great. That's a great point. That NROL one hundred and eleven is going to bring critical, cutting-edge capabilities online to keep the American people safe. All right a little more lighthearted, we are going to safely assume that you're a launch fan, not counting NROL 111. What have been some of your favorite past launches and do you have a favorite mission logo? Hmm.
1: I, I'm a little biased to the other missions. Um, you know, I'm more biased to the ones that I was uh, a mission manager of. So sure. I would say my other favorites were the overseas ones last year that we had, um, NROL 151 and Razor 2. Um, 151, because it, again, it was the first overseas dedicated launch for the agency, and it was just it was new for us working with a commercial launch provider. And Razor, Two, because that one was it, that was just crazy. We were there in New Zealand, a few days away from launch, when the whole global pandemic struck and just shifted everything, started shutting everything down worldwide. Um, you know, we scrambled to figure out how to secure our payloads that were in a foreign country, and then you know how to get our folks back home safely. And once we were back, once things were secure, we then went back into that country during COVID, uh, when their borders were still closed to everyone that wasn't a New Zealand citizen, uh, quarantined there for two weeks, and and then we were able to successfully launch that mission just a couple months later. Um, as for launch logos or mission logos, I personally like NROL sixty one, which has the green lizard spike yes. uh, riding a rocket. I think that's like you know pretty fun and whimsical.
0: So Spike the Lizard is actually the character of one of our NRO coloring pages. So the kids, oh. NRO kids fan, little launch fans can continue to enjoy Spike yeah. uh, and color him in. That's great. All right, Captain Chung, I'm not gonna keep you much longer. We're so glad that you were able to join us today. Uh, but before we let you get back to uh, preparing for launch and service to the nation, do you have any pre-game good luck rituals? What's your plan for the night before launch? And how are you celebrating after a successful launch?
1: Yeah, I, I'm not really a superstitious person. However, I'm gonna keep my launch coin for this mission in my pocket on me, you know, the day before. Uh, we've done that for past missions and then, you know, throughout the countdown. Um, the, the time that we get on console for this mission is like around 1 a.m. So really the day before, I'm just gonna be trying to get to bed around like 3 or 4 p.m., which is gonna be really hard. Um, so we can wake up, you know, ready to go in the middle of the night. And then afterwards, uh, we have a post-launch celebration where we cut the uh, mission director's tie, uh, and based on the time of this launch, we'll probably have a, a celebratory brunch or something. Um, but you know, we'll all probably be tired from working overnight that day, so we'll you know probably crash early. And um, but you know, the next morning, as all the teams begin to disperse to go their own ways, uh, I think it's just going to feel like a huge weight off of our shoulders. We can all go home to our families, you know, proud and knowing that we did something incredibly important for this nation.
0: Absolutely, well thank you again for your time and go NROL 111.
1: All right, let's do it. The NRO
0: provides reconnaissance support to the intelligence community and the Department of Defense and is dedicated to going above and beyond to protect our nation and its citizens.